welcome to the Authentic You podcast. I'm Gemma Sandwell, intuitive coach, TEDx speaker and energy healer. And I'm here to help you connect to your authentic best self so you can flourish in life and business and live your purpose every day. I bring you a combination of personal development tools, neuroscience, energy tips and expert speakers to help you be authentically you. Okay, so um, I am super excited to be joined on today's podcast by the amazing, amazing Victoria Bond. Victoria is a spiritual empowerment coach, um, medium, and all incredible, incredible things. And I'm so excited to have you here today, Victoria, um, have you on the podcast and see where this goes. We don't have a plan for today's session, do we? So we're just going to go with the flow and see what insights, see what comes through for us. and um, yeah and um just have a bit of a chat so a very warm welcome thank you for being here um thank you i'm so excited i've been like having it's early morning here in new zealand and i know it's evening there for you and um yeah like i just said to you i've been waking up during the night looking at my uh looking at my phone going oh i get to talk to jemison this is going to be so exciting I love that and yeah I, I felt really chilled out I just come back from osteopath session and um yeah feeling really chilled out about it so um yeah so that's always a good sign <laughs> so um yeah I'm really glad that we managed to navigate time differences and things like that because I'm shockingly terrible at trying to figure it all out so yeah we did it and we're, and we're here so um so it'd be great to hear I know like you do incredible stuff and I just um you know wouldn't be able to do it justice by talking about what you do so I'd love for you to just give the audience um a bit of a, a flavor for some of the incredible work that you do yeah cool so I am a medium and I teach mediumship but I do it in a different way so the long story short is I was brought up a uh, good little catholic girl and I've been with my husband for 20 years and oh, we've had 10 million different relationships in that 20 years as you can imagine and also um, yeah I kind of had a bit of a breakdown after my children had a bit of a burnout and yeah everything just went kind of a little bit mental I didn't know who I was at all but also I was very aware of other beings around me and I was like what is this like what the heck is this I thought I was going absolutely crazy I went to the doctors and I begged for medication and they said no which was really like kind of shocking to me but being a hairdresser as well I was a hairdresser for 20 years as well up until recently and I always looked okay I was always good at having a poker face right because no matter how hard I worked I always showed up and I'm from a big family and all those types of things anyway what actually happened was I just went you know um am I allowed to swear yeah <laughs> okay because I do swear a lot so I it was like this is a let's be ourselves podcast <laughs> be ourselves yeah exactly so um I was like fuck it I have to be me I have to choose me and if I have to lose everything I'm gonna lose everything and that is gonna have to be okay so I wrote down on a piece of paper what do I know to be true and I had nothing I had nothing. I knew my name. I knew I had two children. I knew I was married to a guy called Luke and I knew that I was a hairdresser. That was it. I was just like, I knew nothing. So I decided to start again and let spirit guide me. So I completely, it makes me feel emotional actually, because I, um, I completely released all control. I completely surrendered, which I had done many a times with the church but there was always a lie that I felt. There was always some type of lie. I was like, what is this lie that I could feel? Because obviously we are psychic, energetic beings, all of us. And um, yeah, I started fresh. I started new. And next minute, I'm a medium. Um, I'm doing mediumship. But now instead of whispering it into my clients' ears, going, did you know that your mum is right there? Don't tell anybody. Um I'm like announcing it to the world and I do a program called Magnificent Mediumship which I've just kind of got into this year and it blows my mind because I can help other people tap into their gifts so I've got Release Your Blocks program and Release Your Blocks, um, Release Your Blocks podcast and I just show up and be myself so 
I'm just me. I'm here to be wealthy and healthy and rich and <laughs> have great relationships and no more hiding. So that's kind of what I do. I talk to dead people and help other people show them how to do that. But it's so much more than mediumship. It is about being more conscious with your body, with your mind, with your relationships, dropping out of victim mode, taking responsibility. And like you and I always talk about, Gemma, is going through energetic upgrades with ease and um, supporting each other going to this 5D reality. So I believe that here there's a lot of polarity on earth and I get guided by the universe, by the angels and the fairies and the beings. And I don't even want to like try to, or I don't want to pretend to know everything that's out there because that would be really, that would be really ignorant um, or actually arrogant really, <laughs> because at the end of the day, um, there's so many things and we have just a tiny glimpse of it. And it is beautiful. I have light language that, that runs through me. Um, and I'm just so grateful to be here on this plane right now to share my story, to share my like ability to see other people because I'm a projector in the human design and um, to connect with people like yourself, Gemma. Um, and I know when we met, it was an instant, like instant, like, hello, <laughs> where have you been? <laughs> Finally, we get to catch up again. Oh, you're on the other side of the world. That's nice. What are we going to do? How are we going to play? And it's just literally that easy, right? It was kind of in a nutshell. Yeah, that's awesome. So the, the thing about everyone listening, um, it's like some kind of like start of some crazy love story or something with Victoria and I, because um, we just, we, we both, we both had a, a where's that? We both had the same coach and um, we were both watching a live um, that the coach was doing. And it was almost like she'd faded away and Victoria and I were having this conversation. So Victoria was commenting on the live. I was commenting on the live and we just started to have our own little like bubble, didn't we, within this conversation. Um, and then we just we just started to find that we were like magnetically drawn to each other. So um, every time one of us would post a video or something, the other one would be like, oh, my gosh, like I need to talk to you. I need to work with you. And um, we just have this like really like. So, because um, you're um, your splenic authority, aren't you, Victoria? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm sacred authority. So my sacral was going crazy, like every time I saw Victoria and your spleen was going crazy. And we just knew that we needed to do something together. And then um, and then in, um, in January, we were on a breathwork session together, weren't we? And um, I just reached out to you after the, the session and we were just chatting about how it was. Um, and it just felt like I'd known Victoria for like years and years. And I just told her my story and what I've been going through and, you know, relationship separation and all the stuff that's been going on for me. And, um, and Victoria said, can I do a clearing on you? I was like, yes. And within 15 seconds, um, Victoria had cleared an entity from my field. And it was just, and I just felt light. I felt bright, I felt airy. And I was just like, wow, this woman is incredible. Like we definitely need to talk and we need to, um, do some stuff together. And, um, yeah it's been so like magnetic um and the thing there's a couple of things in your story as well that really that I really loved and I think really resonated and one was around you know your, your Catholic background so I came from quite a um quite a religious Christian background it wasn't overly religious but like the tradition part was there and there was a big part in that around kind of sacrifice and um you know how you put you put to one side everything else and you know you put yourself to one side for the sake of the church or because that's just the way that you you are and you actually end up like giving so much of yourself away so that that really resonated with with my story and kind of the, the relearning I think that we've both done around you know the divine feminine and, and self-care um, and then the other thing that resonated as well is you know you said about you know whispering in your client's ear about the um the spirit um, for a long, long time, I worked um, with corporate and um, I only really talked about the neuroscience. Um, and it was like spirit was knocking at my door and saying, hello, hello, there's a world here. Hello. <laughs> um, so for a very long time, I didn't talk about it. And um, it was like my dirty little secret. That I had <laughs> like oracle cards like hidden under the, <laughs> hidden under the table. Um, 
and yeah it's just so refreshing isn't it to just bring those bring those in and bring it together and I'm not you know now able to talk about the spirituality and the science so yeah you're um and of course we know it's all one and the same as well and um yeah and another thing another sorry I'm just now waffling um, <laughs> go for it <laughs> Another thing that I love, which I did, which I shared with the group that this podcast is going out on as well, was um, your, um, and I'd love to know more about this, actually, your, um, who does this belong to? Mm-hmm. Give it back with consciousness. And I shared that in the group the other day. Um, that has really resonated with me. And you literally can just feel it lifting um, by gifting that back. So, yeah, that's been, that's been really powerful. So I shared that with the group. That tool will change if that's the only thing that you got from this podcast if that's the only thing that you got if the only thing we got from our friendship right like if the only thing that your client got from you in a session that will change your entire life who does this belong to return to sender with consciousness it's um was created by access consciousness um which is dane here and gary douglas they're the founders and uh, <clears throat> excuse me I am an access consciousness facilitator. So I teach people how to do bars and to have bars um, classes and stuff, which is all about releasing the old, um, the old limitations, judgments, considerations, and I clear them. So we, we clear them all out. We delete them. We delete, we delete the programming by touching your head. Like it is, that's how I've actually shifted so damn fast because I get my bars run all the time. So Reiki is giving source energy, basically, and healing. Access consciousness is deleting. Like so, Gemma, if you have not had your bars run, please go and find a facilitator, because if you get your bars run once, then it's you're unlocking this huge thing of consciousness, and you shift and change really fast. So anyway, access consciousness has got tools. Who does this belong to? Return to sender with consciousness is one of those tools. So the, what actually happens is 99% of our thoughts, feelings, beliefs, judgments, considerations have come from somebody else. I know we can't comprehend it, but you think about it, right? So we're in, um, you know, we're, we're pretty lucky. We, we've got houses and food. We basically have whatever we want, laptops, whatever you name it, we've got that right now. But there's other countries that don't have that. Other countries that have got like, you know, 10 wives and, you know, they um live in huts or whatever they completely think differently to we do why is that that's because of our programming of course so even our thoughts aren't necessarily ours because our perspective has been warped because we have taken on the projections of other people hence the religious upbringing right we you know there's a bit of truth in there of course but most of it is because we've been told to believe it. And that's why I went to the, my blank piece of paper and said, what do I actually know? The first thing I wrote was Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then I went, fuck, no, I was told Jesus was real. I was told it. Now I do believe in Jesus. I wouldn't say believe in him as in sacrificing myself, but I've done Reiki and the, the Christ energy came through. I was like, holy shit. Okay, there's a truth. Jesus definitely existed and he's definitely got some type of thing on this Reiki. Whoa, that's big. So now I could come back to that. But I dropped everything. So when we say, who does this belong to? Return to center with consciousness. If you picked up the point of view that money is a bad thing mm-hmm. and you picked that up from mom and dad and grandparents and your teachers and your friends and basically all of your experiences, your projections, what people have said to you, what other people are thinking because we're psychic. So we actually jump into their auras all the time. Um, if you say that, return to center of consciousness, that point of view that you took on, that you made your own when it was never yours, goes back to all of those people. So it's going to go back to mom and dad and grandma and the school teachers and the friends and society, the collective. It's going to go back to them with consciousness. And then they're going to go, oh, and even if they're dead, because no one's ever dead, they've just transformed their, their you know physical body. So that's why I talk to a lot of dead people because I realize they're people without bodies. Like it's actually kind of simple. So they have a choice. We have free will. That is a one thing that we do definitely have in this reality, free will and choice. So it goes back to them. They go, oh, maybe money isn't the root of all evil. Maybe it's just a um, you know, natural resource. 
uh, well, like a neutral resource, whatever, and then they can let it go. What do you think is going to happen if we let go of something that was so solid within our DNA? We're going to free up the past of all those people that they had that point of view and all of the future. So when I'm doing that and when you're doing that and when everybody else is doing that, who does this belong to? Return to center of consciousness for every thought, feeling, judgment, consideration. You are helping the whole entire generational kind of intergenerational line backwards and forwards because time isn't really linear. Mm -hmm. So this work I'm doing now is having a, a big difference on my children. They're not going to have to experience what I experience or yours. You know, they won't have to either. And also, you know, I'm freeing up my grandma and my granddad and my great, 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 great grandparents because it was only 100 years ago. Do you know 100 years ago is not that long ago? And I know that 100 years ago, my grandma, she would have been 21. <laughs> she was born in 1900, so she would have been uh, 21 years old. And she would have been learning, figuring out how to get over from Switzerland to New Zealand. And she would have been figuring out how she's going to do this and how she's going to do that. And there was a lot of poverty and there was the world wars. There was like all these things going on. And it's a different reality to what we're having, but we, it wasn't that long ago. So we still take all the stuff on in our DNA. So the guilt, I don't know about you, Gemma, but I had a whole lot of toxic guilt and shame. I had shame, shame for having sex. I had a I've worked on, yeah, shame, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about shame? Oh my God, I'm a dirty little whore because I'm having sex with my boyfriend. I am a little slut. I hope God will forgive me. I better go and confess and clean my shit up before I have children so I can bring them up like I was brought up. A lie because I'm not following their rules. My mum didn't either. She was pregnant with me when she got married. So the toxic shame and the guilt, who does this belong to? Return to center of consciousness. And then we're helping. So we're in 2021 right now. And the reason when we're recording this, and the reason why we are is because we have chosen to be a part of this huge awakening. That's why when we saw each other, I'm like, hey, girlfriend, I know you. What are we going to, and our conversations are, hey, Gemma, what are we going to create together? Now, I don't know about you, but I don't go creating with every Tom, Dick and Harry because no. <laughs> why would I? I've, I've learned the hard way with that as well. Like, it's like, we're just not, you know, we're here to give, but we need to find that perfect match of somebody who's like, oh, let's play. So this can be easy. Anyway, so that's a riff on who does this belong to return to center with consciousness. Um, if you say it for three days, for every thought, feeling, judgment, consideration, if you say it for three days, then your brain figures out, and I'm sure you could, you know, know the science on this. Um, your brain will actually figure out what is yours and what isn't. Mm. People are walking around acting like all of their thoughts are theirs, but they're not. They're not theirs at all. Neither are their feelings, their anxiety and their headaches and their exhaustion like yesterday I was on a call with my coach with a whole lot of other ladies one of them started talking and she's very galactic now I couldn't look at her I could barely stay open I just started channeling it was really strange actually I got a whole page of light language writing it and I've only just this just started happening right so these kind of random looking scribble things which was really all code and I was like, this is fascinating. She talked for about five minutes and I just did light language the whole page. The minute she stopped talking, I was on my last one and there was no more room on the page. And I stopped and went, okay, that was strange. Wow. <laughs> so it's a collective thing. We're all kind of, um, it's, yeah, basically when it comes down to returning to center with consciousness, it's just gifting them what, what you said, which I love. So you're gifting them the opportunity to change it's like talking to someone's higher self it's like are you really choosing that consciously they're not going to know what the hell you're talking about if you said it to them like are you really choosing that they'll go what are you talking about why are you choosing the drama what the fuck don't talk to me like that <laughs> unless you're in that kind of world where if I said Gemma why are you choosing the drama you'd be like why am I choosing the drama <laughs> but most people would say uh you're really rude so yeah. that's where we kind of talk to their higher selves of like you know, return to center of consciousness. Um, like I talk to people who 
I help people that are passing away. So for instance, or, or dead people, as in clearing them, like when we cleared you, there was unconscious entities attached to you using you like a battery. That's probably the easiest way to undo it. And it's like, well, can I just clear you? Because, you know, something there. I'm not going to dive in and go, it's this and this and this and this and this. Sometimes it happens and I just know things, but that sounds exhausting. So I go, what is this? Let's clear this stuff. Takes me 15 seconds, like you say. And you're like, oh my God, Victoria, holy moly, <laughs> I feel different. You didn't have to let go of that entity. That was your choice. I just presented an opportunity and it's the same as who does it belong to return to center with consciousness. Hey dad, here you go. Here's some awareness. Um, are you willing to choose it? And his higher self was like, thank you, Gemma. <laughs> and then he changed. He yeah. has no idea in his head what you just did. And there's no point in explaining it because that's, I suppose, when our ego comes in. We want to prove to people how potent we are. But the truth is, unless they ask us, especially for me, because I'm a projector, unless they say, hey, what did you do? Da, 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 then you can explain it. But apart from that, half the work we do is unseen. Mm. Um, it's un unacknowledged. But it's so profound that we know. we're having. I don't know if any of this is making sense. It's just kind of coming out of my mouth. Yeah. But it, um, it's really, we're making a huge difference on the earth. So if you said, who does this belong to return to center with consciousness, you can free hundreds of thousands of people. Because all of those people that you essentially gave the opportunity to be cleared of that point of view, they picked up that point of view from a whole lot of other people too. And not only that, they, they, we've all got past lives. I believe we're infinite. So I don't believe we were ever not. Right. So I believe that energy just, you know, transforms. Um, so if we live in all time, space and dimensions, then how many times have we picked up that money is a root of all evil? And how much do we need to clear on that? And then so like I have done sessions, one of my one to one clients, he we did a session one day. It's meant to be a business session, but what ended up happening was we did a meditation and we met his wife from another dimension wow. who was still alive. Wow. And he's like, it was so whacked. And this is what you do when you've got those real deep clients who trust you, like, and you know, you've got a soul connection. And I was like, oh my God, we were blown away because he, we went into this vortex and he was like basically hugging this other being and they were like swirling around energetically and he was crying and he just goes, I just want to go home. And I go, you can't, <laughs> this is your mission. He's here for a mission, but he's wondering why he feels so lonely because he's here on this huge, amazing mission. He's highly, highly gifted and she's waiting for him with his children. So how I know I'm going to the real wacky stuff right now, but the thing is, we think our lives here on earth are very, 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 very long, <laughs> but they're not. They're like, I'm pretty sure, like, I don't know, like, I haven't really, I can't really comprehend it with my brain, but I've got a funny feeling that time, we know that time isn't really real. So is she waiting for a week or a month or a year for him while he's living? He's like in his sixties now, who knows? Anyway, I've kind of just gone onto a completely different story, but I'm gonna cry. <laughs> it's like I'm so drawn into the story. <laughs> yeah. We can't find we it's really hard to find people that you can talk to about this stuff. So what because sorry, no you go. No, I don't really. No, I'm done. <laughs> So what I was going to say is that one thing that I think that I've struggled with is, um, well, I think even before I knew that, you know, that kind of entities and, and beings could attach, like before I knew that, I had all sorts of like health issues going on and, um, you know, feeling a certain way. And um, and it was actually a friend of mine. And it was, it was a lady who I learned my Kundalini Reiki through um, who was very indirect with me. Um, she's very very soft approach and she sent me a video um, about a lady who had a spirit attachment and went to the woods and touched the tree and gifted it back to the tree so I knew that that was a message to me that I had a spirit attachment um, and I didn't really know what to do and um, 
and she said to me and I come to the realization myself and um she said to me right you need to light a candle you need to say this you need to like release it um and so I did exactly as she said and I felt like this lightness like just like this lightness come through my body and I felt it same as when you did the clearing for me I felt it leave um and I felt like a real sadness kind of as it was going and um and then like my neck pain that I had that day had just gone so it was like it was almost like it was weighing me down um Mm -hmm. and was affecting like my neck and my shoulders and um I've got like I've well had like a weak point around my neck which I think is where they then attach and um so yeah if she hadn't have sent me that video which was quite softly softly I wouldn't have known so what what would you say to people that you know this this realization can be quite a shock can't it of like oh Mm -hmm. maybe it's maybe it's this maybe I've taken this on and you know as as empaths and HSPs you know what would you say to what would you say to to people to, to help kind of their awareness of this happening so many layers this is something I go really deep into magnificent mediumship with um, especially my six-month program which I've just begun about walk-ins mm-hmm. um, because there's been there's, there's different layers of it so to try and break it down we we have an aura right so we 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 are not our bodies we have to understand that our bodies are just the solid thing which isn't even solid but um, scientifically it's not solid but we have a body and our body is 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 like it's dense I suppose it has a density because we're here on earth and gravity and all those different things spirits don't necessarily they're not necessarily conscious some are but if you and I right now died would still I'll be like hey Gemma what's up guess what we have no bodies Just be playing yeah. Around. <laughs> yeah oh it's easier to be together now <laughs> oh we're, we're together now anyway right but um so what actually happens is if someone dies and they're not aware that they died if they're not conscious of um of that or when they're not choosing to be conscious of that they're still walking around in a loop because time is not linear. So I cleared a lady yesterday. Um, one of my clients were having a session and she's like, I'm so, she's a manager and she's like, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. And I was like, hmm. and I go, how come I can see like an old Victorian lady? Oh my God, who is this? And I figured it out. And what had happened was she had been in emergency housing because her life had just gone into massive chaos. She left her partner. She was homeless. This is one of my clients. I never felt sorry for her. I just said, you know what? You got this girlfriend. Stop choosing the drama. Start choosing to live. So she kept going, homeless and all. It's like it's just crazy. But I was I'm so proud of her because now she's in a beautiful house. But her emergency, um, her emergency housing was in a very, very old building. And there's this lady and she's like wearing the like the bonnet and the the corset and like like oh my god like 1800s type of styles and she had attached herself to my client and unknowingly so they're not trying to be energy suckers they're not trying to do that but just she was attached to the building she left with Emma because she resonated with her energy and because you have to have that certain type of vibration that's why you know people in a low vibration they get drug addictions and alcohol addictions because they're attaching to that lower frequency of people who were alcoholics and druggies that they haven't known their past maybe they were off their faces when they did pass whatever and yeah so this lady needed to anchor on something so she anchored on my client and my client's like I'm so exhausted and I said no well no wonder you're exhausted you've been through a lot and I was like hang on a minute there's a lady standing here holy shit who is she so I started asking the questions usually I don't go like when I cleared you Jim I didn't go into what it was I probably could have done that but I don't like to because of my brain I don't like to make things solid because I don't want to limit any possibilities so I know we're so much more than the brain so basically I cleared her and the lady left and she was all lit up and she was smiling and she just disappeared and I was like holy shit and I said you know what Emma the fact that we just did that, um, you've just changed her life. She was hundreds and hundreds of years old. Wow. Hundreds of years old. And here you are clearing her. Like, 
what the hell? And we don't realize what we do is so incredible. So the reason why she knew she had an attachment was because she was exhausted. Okay. The reason that she felt empty, she felt very, she goes, I feel very empty. So I did all my life coaching on her. And then I realized this is energetic. It's not actually a human code of behavior thing. And then, and of course I saw the lady. So we have this aura. And if we go through depression, if we go through um, too much alcohol or if we're being unconscious in an area or whatever, then we can get cracks in that aura. You know, um, so we um, just like with Reiki, right? That's why we do Reiki on our chakra system and all that type of stuff. And our, our aura is kind of like, I suppose it's like a protection thing. I don't believe in protection. I don't think we need protection. Mm-hmm. But what actually happens is these energy suckers, these spirit, it does, it's not just spirit. Sometimes it's parts of souls. Like I do um, soul retrieval and implant removal as well. Um, and we get these parts of energy that need to hold on to something solid like a battery to stay down here. They're going to hold on. So they held on to you because you at some stage like picked up something. You might've been walking down the street. It might've been floating on by and going, oh, we're going to grab onto that. It might've been a soul fragment or it might've been a spirit. Oh, I like her. Just like me and you, we're spirit, but we've got bodies right now. So we're going past each other. Hey, I like you. Let's hang out. Like, you know, I could have been a spirit and I could have jumped onto you. And I might be not aware that I'm dead. And I might have gone, oh, I like you. She's got the same vibration as me and frequency. I like her. And I, I might have come home with you yeah. if I was dead, like if I had no body. <laughs> now, it doesn't mean I'm bad. <laughs> no, I'm hoping this makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm bad, but I might just want to hang out with you. You're going to be trying to clear me off you after this, aren't you? And then, <laughs> and then what happens <laughs> is you're like, my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> you're freaking me out, Victoria. <laughs> And then you're like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. And I'm just like, it's all good. Like, I'm just leeching off you right now because if I don't, then I'm floating around and I can't stay down here because I'm not dense. Yeah. So having an attachment is not a bad thing. Um, but too many people hold on to their babies that have passed, their grandmothers that have passed, their parents that have passed. They hold on and they wonder why they're so bloody exhausted. And that is because they're holding on to something that requires to go off. It requires to go off and it can it can come back down. So as a medium, I have to say, look, there's a ton of mediums that have got a ton of attachments because they don't do energy clearing. They don't do entity clearing. They think they've got to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. But instead, you have to just go clear my space. Off you go. And consciousness is a part of everything. The reason why I know this stuff is because I, before I was, uh, I was aware that I was a medium, like owning that I was a medium. I'm from a long line of mediums, even though we were Catholic, they were still psychic as fuck. Um, but we just, my mum kind of shut that down and my grandma as well, um, because they were in fear of what would happen if, you know, if it got out, I suppose. But basically I was waking up being attacked all the time. I was always waking up being attacked having nightmares, freaking out, being held down, not being able to breathe. And I realized that they weren't bad dreams. I was being attacked by dark things, by dark energies. I think I've had that happen. Would you say this is what this was? I went to Glastonbury and before I went to Glastonbury, my friend said to me, when you're there, be really careful because I know you're going because you're following this spiritual journey, but there is a lot of dark there as well as light. And mm-hmm. the last night I, I woke up in the night and I'd not been scared the whole time I was there. I woke up in the night and at the foot of the bed, there was a big, my shoulder clicked, a big dark <laughs> at the foot of my bed. And I was like, you're dreaming. It's the plan. It's, you know, I was like trying to like logic, 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 is that a word? Logically. Logic, and I don't know. <laughs> and then I was like, no no way that's not that's not a plan and I got really freaked out and I was like calling out I was calling out for help I was saying help like get rid of this thing I need your help I need your help I need your help and um I didn't know what to do and the next morning somehow I got up and I made a chamomile tea and I put all the lights on and then um I think I saged and then I managed to get back to sleep but in the morning my friend texted me and she said are you okay? Because I woke up at 3am thinking Gemma needs my help. And I said, I was calling out for help. I was so scared. 
Mm -hmm. So would that have been... An attachment? Yeah. Well, what would have happened is you were staying somewhere else. So there might have been things attached to the building. Um, so when we, we can clear houses and um, like my children have bought home things from kindy, like little boys. They've bought home children from kindy and I've had to clear them because they didn't know that they were dead. Like it's crazy. Um, so yeah, if I go stay anywhere, I always clear the place first. It takes me a couple of seconds because um, buildings and people have attachments. I can look at someone and I can tell if they've got demons, attachments. Um, I can just see it. I can see it in their aura. Not with my eyes. I just I just know it. I just, I suppose it is seeing it. But that's why when I work with people doing soul retrievals and plant removals, I, I tap in, I see it, and I can I just start removing it. So they that entity, uh, or whatever it was, it wasn't necessarily spirit. It could have been any being. Um, may have just been on your aura. They weren't necessarily in you. They because they they were trying to get your attention uh, in in your dream. So I've had the things where I've been held down. I've had the the scary dark things. And I don't say this to scare people, um, but the biggest thing about this is to know and to own. And this is the biggest thing I teach that you are the strongest entity in your reality. That is so important to know because. I do a lot of stuff now, a lot. My capacities are much bigger. And the truth is, I never get attacked, ever. Because I'm not available for that bullshit. And one of my friends who's a medium, she's amazing. Her son had been screaming. She didn't tell me, which I, <laughs> actually, I don't know why she didn't tell me. People don't like to bother me. You know how you know people go, I don't want to bother you. And I'm just like, are you actually kidding me? Whatever, right? Um, but I said, how, how's your son? And she goes, he's been screaming the last four nights. And I was like, what? Like, to me, I'm not available for that bullshit in my house. So if my children have a weird dream, I'm like, what is this? Let's clear this. It's okay. Um, and what, what, why are they allowing that to happen? Because they're children, but they're still beings. And they're like six and eight, right? So they're little. And what actually happened was she had cleared him. She had got other people to clear him. And he's still screaming. And I was like, okay, so I did my 15 second thing. Right? I said, do you want me to clear him? And she goes, only if you've got time. And I was like, oh my God, it takes me like 15 seconds. I cleared him. And then the next day I go, how did your boy sleep? And she goes, oh, he slept through the night. Amazing. Now, I don't know if she's aware of that, that clearing that I did, but it's a little bit too obvious that I cleared it. The difference between me clearing it and her clearing it, this is my interesting point of view, right? It may not be right. This is just what I feel like I know, is that she still felt like there was entities stronger than her. She felt like they still ruled her, even though it was in her house. It sounds like I come in. Either. She was saying to you, oh, I don't want to bother you. And is it okay? It sounds like she wasn't in her power either. Mm. Yes, thank you. Exactly. Being in your power. Exactly that. So, for instance, it's like um, I did my clear. I did the clearing on him, and I was just like, "No!" Like when I come in, I'm I'm a very strong D energy. I'm a projector. I'm all of these, you know, these different things. But I'm like, "No, that is not okay. This is unacceptable behavior." <laughs> like you know, like the nanny. <laughs> it's unacceptable behavior. You are not to leech off my children or my friends' children, and I'm very um children are very attracted to me and everything I do is for children because I'm not available for that bullshit I'm here for children last night I got a, a message like 9 30 at night from a little boy he's 10 I think he's ADHD he's at all of these different things right all of these capacities they're capacities but in this reality they are a pain in the ass so you're going to put them on meds right um so that's another story but this little boy I saw him yesterday I go hey mate and I talked to his his auntie who's passed over a lot her name is Emma and she is just she's helped me in my mediumship journey and he, I was talking to him at school and then that night he messaged me and he goes hey Victoria can you please help me um I'm what did he say something like I'm scared and I know that you're kind and you understand or something like that. His mum messaged it to me because I'm friends with his mum from him. So I get these messages randomly from this kid who seems to be what? like off his, you know, like off the, off the charts, like he's on meds, all that stuff. Um, to me, I just see this 
beautiful gifted child <laughs> I think oh you poor kid like I don't feel sorry for him but I think you poor kid I wish this reality was easier for you and um I messaged him back and I said hey buddy you know have a good sleep I believe you and I love you I believe everything he says because if the world could bow down to that kid who can see his auntie, who has these capacities, who is trying to function in this conditioned world. You know, these kids are coming through the ADHD, the OCD. They are like all of these different, like all capacities. I'm dyslexic. It's a capacity. It's a capacity and because writing is too bloody slow for me. Talking's too slow too um, because energy is so fast. And this little boy, I've had to clear him a few times because he's on drugs therefore when we are on drugs prescription or otherwise we are having kind of cracks in our aura so I used to drink a lot of alcohol I used to be I wasn't an alcoholic but I say I was an alcoholic because I drank a lot of alcohol I used to smoke I used to do drugs like um all of my 20s type of thing and I did that to shut off everything but I didn't realize that I was opening myself up for attachments which are people, because I'm like basically going, ah, I don't care too much about this body. The aura gets weakened. And like you said, you know, you had that attachment on the outside of your aura. So it affected your dreams. But if you didn't have that awareness, if you hadn't done all this work and you had a big, you were doing drugs and you were like, and I'm not dissing drugs or alcohol. I have no judgment on what people are choosing. But if that had, if you had said, oh God, help me, well, not even God, like help me, help me, help me. This is like, I don't want to live anymore. And I know I've said that a few times. The entities go, okay, then, and they jump on into that aura. Yeah. And then next minute you're functioning from other entities as well. So this is obviously where it goes deeper. Um, and then I clear those people out because I've sat there talking to people going, I'm not even talking to you right now. I've seen a demon in my husband. And I've sat there going, oh now I'm scared now I'm scared because I'm not talking to Luke I'm talking to something else and I don't know there's something else so I'm shitting myself and my husband is very gentle very kind but this was not him so I had to stand there and clear him and in the morning he goes what happened last night he had had like two beers and he didn't remember anything and I said you weren't you (laughs) and I'll talk to you later get away from me because I'm still getting over it um anyway the long and the short is attachments uh let's not try and make it a solid thing there's so many different variations if you're feeling wonky if you're feeling tired if you're feeling confused if you've got mind chatter and this is how I picked up when I was an insomnia I insomniac had couldn't sleep ever I wanted to drink so I could just like literally I'd have a, a couple of wines a night just so I could shut down um I had little kids. I was miserable, even though I should have been happy because I had a really good hairdressing business and a beautiful husband. But we all seemed to be depressed and sick all the time. Even my kids were sick. And I had these night terrors. And I'm like, when I realized that, firstly, I was an energy clearer and I was not available for this. I had loose boundaries, loose boundaries with people and spirit. And that's what I teach about again in my programs is the first thing we talk about is boundaries and barriers we put up these barriers to protect ourselves but instead it's not doing that we're not here to be protected we're here to be big and shiny and bright and powerful like you said powerful nothing will fuck with you if you're in your power it can't because you're the strongest entity because i when i first learned mindfulness that was the moment for me i was like it's completely like unconscious and then I learned mindfulness and it started to open me up and I started to see there was all this anxiety in there I was like oh where's this come from and then I started to kind of befriend the anxiety and then um, people would say to me you need to protect yourself you need to protect yourself I was working in London and I was finding and you say about alcohol I was finding by the end of a day in London I was so overwhelmed and drained that I'd then go have a glass of wine and it'd just be like a moment of like then I'd wake up mm. at night and be like oh, oh my god and um and then by the weekend by the time I'd finished working in London by the weekend I would just crash and it was like I'd open myself up and then and people would constantly say to me protect yourself protect yourself protect yourself and I would imagine lead walls I would imagine 
bubbles of light. I would imagine all this stuff and it never, ever worked for me. And it wasn't until someone said to me, it was actually a lady that runs a, so those listening to this who are local, um, there's a little shop called Inanna's Festival in Norwich. And um, I ended up just chatting away to the lady. They sell crystals and incense and um, amazing like witchy books and things. And I was chatting to her and she said to me about a neck curtain. She said, what would it be like to imagine you had a neck curtain around you? which is Mm. kind of of protecting you, but stuff is still flowing in and out because she said, if you're putting up the wall, then you're not getting the the good energy either. Um, And I said, well, it's not, nothing is really blocking. So what I started to just learn myself was when I was in London, I'd just have to clear it out. So it would, it would come in and then I'd, I'd be in my power and I'd just clear it. So I'd constantly kind of go, not mine, not mine. And I just, I just imagine it lifting out of me. And I kind of came to that realisation myself. So yeah, the, the, that bit never worked for me. But yeah, standing in my power and being in my heart as well. Remembered. You remembered. Yeah. Like this stuff is not, I remembered. Mm. I dropped everything and I remembered. So a lot of the time people, spiritual people are talking about this, this and this and this. And I go, I don't know what that means because this has been my reality for a few years. Like before that, I was there was there was I was a churchy girl. The spiritual people oracle cards, um, yeah, I had them as well. Pendulums, oh God forbid. Um, my mom thinks that I do what I. She loves me. She like she thinks she said oh, you're a good person, but the things that you do are not so good. Um, and I've had to be okay with that because we were best friends, my mum, because we I connected over because I've got an open open. Um, emotional center so and I think she's got a defined one so I would really connect with her emotions I tried to save her from when I was a baby in the crib I remember having like a vision about that so the thing is I had to know that I just am remembering who I am and sometimes that's scary but we're not available for bullshit we're not available to be a battery for entities but what we can do is we can clear them so and um had an amazing experience in magnificent mediumship i think it was like the second or third there's an ongoing program i have but in the second or third um session we had i had this awareness of clearing entities and i was like okay guys i'm sorry but this is happening because <laughs> obviously i just i just kind of like go with the energy because why would i want to control and um i was like let's let's call in the entities let's not have judgment on the entities whether they were a murderer there might have been pedophiles like how scary is that even saying that word I didn't say that word at the time because I felt we have points of view on things like that and of, of course like I'm not available for that either but we've got all of these entities walking on the earth unconscious and they have no bodies they need something to grab onto a house or um a person or whatever and I was like, let's just not have any judgment and let's clear, let's clear, let's, because he was like, I don't know, like 15, 20 of us, like on this call. So I said, we're protected, we're guided, we're stepping in our power, we're the strongest entity. And it's not like we were inviting them into the house as such, even though a house is like, you know, energetically, it's just, it's not even solid. So they can walk through houses, but if they're unconscious, they wouldn't realize that. So they'd be like coming to your door and they wouldn't be able to come in because they don't know they're dead. But anyway, um, so what we did is I called out all the entities that were around with no judgment, any type of entity that was ready to be cleared. And as we're doing these clearings, it was incredible because we're all holding space together on this Zoom call. Now, my guy who I was talking about before, my guy client, he was watching them go off the screen. He could see thousands of entities go off the screen. He saw them. I just had my eyes shut, like stepping in this power, like doing the kind of whatever they're clearing. And it was like, whoa. And I afterwards we came out of it and we're like, Oh my God. Cause it was just like, I felt like we had to do as a collective energy together. And everyone was like, Whoa, what the fuck was that? And we were like, I said, I think we just like cleared thousands of entities. Like, whoa, guys, like, this is amazing. We've just helped the earth. Like we've just helped clear them. So we've got like a, I suppose like a safer earth. I don't know. Like, so not so many unconscious beings cause they were ready to evolve. And these are thousands of years old type of thing. 
and then the most amazing thing happened one of the girls she had been on she's working so she was she's a midwife right and she's in Australia she comes in and she she pushes play and she goes guys I just thought I'd jump on like hopefully no one sees me because I'm working and we said you just missed the whole event and she goes what did I miss what did I miss and we would everyone's just like they're they're, they're looking kind of like whoa with their mouths open I wonder what happened yeah what happened and then she goes tell me tell me tell me she hates missing out and I said to her hang on what's that in your arms and she goes oh it's a brand new baby only three three hours old and my mouth because I mean what is a brand new baby pure consciousness yeah we're told we're born sinners that's bullshit we're born perfect and there's this baby and then people started crying. People's mouths dropped. I had my hand of my mouth because my mouth was so wide open. She's like, what? <laughs> I go, you're holding a baby and a baby is a sign of new, well, new life, new consciousness. And we just cleared thousands of entities. You need to go back and watch the replay. <laughs> it was insane. We're not here to judge, but we can clear spaces. We can clear people. And we can do it very easily. And it is, I have certain things that I say, but at the same time, I'm so strong. So when I cleared that little boy the other day, I was like, I know I'm clearing him. I know it's going to work. I know how potent and powerful I am. And this is not acceptable behavior, holding on to a child like this and traumatizing him. And then he slept through the night. Doesn't I don't need the credit for it. I know that I'm not available for that and it's not going to happen. So it doesn't mean we need to go into judgment if we feel tired or wonky or we feel like we've got an attachment. We just have to simply say, no, <laughs> I'm the strongest entity. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> like if someone came to me at three o'clock in the morning, at, like if you were ringing me at three o'clock in the morning, what I'd probably answer would go, Gemma, why are you ringing me? Are you okay? Like, that'd be my instant thing, right? But if you're like, I just thought I'd ring for a chat. I'd say, I'm so sorry, but I'm sleeping right now. I'm not available for this. Ring me in the morning. And that's exactly what I would say to an entity. I'm not available for this right now. If you want to be cleared, you can come back in the morning. And then I'd look at myself and go, where do I have loose boundaries? Because mm -hmm. where did they think it was okay yeah. to do that? It's the same spirit and entities are the same as human beings. Does any of that make sense? It makes complete sense. And I'm conscious of time because I think we could just talk for hours and hours and hours and hours. Um, so what I'm getting from this today, Victoria, is like two really loud and clear messages around standing in your power and how just how incredibly powerful that is. Um, and that's something that I've experienced that I think people listening to this would have experienced or potentially you know work through some boundaries stuff um and also I think just that recognition I think we just need to recognize how much work we we do and how much we how much we do by just being on this planet like I went to the supermarket the other day and just you know even on the surface you know even with I don't know about you but we still have to wear masks in supermarkets so you know smiling with my eyes like big eye smiles you know even just that in itself is you know is is something but just being there and helping to shift the vibration um mm -hmm. you know so many of my clients are like yeah but I've not really done anything I've not really helped that person or I've not but like you are doing so much just by being on this planet so I think yeah mm -hmm. being power and that recognition is there anything else that you want to add um and share with the audience that you think would be useful yeah I, I think no I think you hit the nail on the head and that's something as a beautiful reminder for all of us because we never get to that we're not to get to the destination like honestly it is about the journey and people always say Victoria what is my purpose what is my purpose and they join my programs my memberships because they want to know what their purpose is and so I put together my program which was release your blocks which is my very first program with everything I've ever learned and I just threw it into one massive program and that's when I first started hitting my first kind of <clears throat> five-figure months consistently and that is about finding your purpose because if you release the conditioning and you deprogram or reprogram <laughs> decondition to reprogram um, and human design of course we're aware of that now which is 
gigantic, um, especially for me. I've just transformed in the last six months. And that is your purpose. Releasing the crap, getting your bars run. Who does this belong to return to sender with conscious? Using all the tools that work for you and know that you have done enough. I love Amanda Francis because she's always like, you've done enough. You've done enough. You've done enough. And for me, it's I'm still deconditioning because I want to give, 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 give and serve so much that sometimes I serve at the, um, I suppose, I used to serve so hard and that I wanted to take responsibility for other people, just like your clients. Like you said, they, they want to know that they've done enough. It's coming from their heart, but it's ego. It's ego-based. And I need to know that I'm not responsible for my clients because I say, yeah, I'll get you to five-figure months. Yeah, let's do this. And then I'm like, oh my God, I can't make anyone do anything. I can clear you. But the truth is, I can't really take the credit for that 15 seconds of clearing because you were willing and choosing to let that go. Yeah. Right. Not everybody is. So I can't even clear people unless they're willing. So I think it's exactly that. Your purpose is to be you. The more you align, the more money you make. The more you align, the happier you are. The more happier you are, the more money you make. Um, We are here to not stick to the marriage. We are not here to stick to what we think we should in our corporate jobs. Or for me, it was my hair salon. Um, Everyone was so disappointed when I broke up with my husband the first time. Um, Now we've been married for nearly 10 years. But, um, you know, everyone was disappointed when I gave up my my, um, salon because they go, why would you do that? It's a good money maker. And I'm like, it's not about the money. Money will come when I am showing up as me and I've been afraid to show up as me because I'm very strong and potent very powerful and not a lot of people can handle that energy because they're not ready for it they can get triggered by it so I'm here to trigger people so they can show up so stepping into your power clearing your energies and entities and not having any fucking fear fear is a distractor implant it's not real it is created and you cannot fear entities. Why would we fear them? Because we are an entity and this is our reality. This is our game. And that's basically it in a whole. <laughs> that last, oh my gosh, that last phrase has just blown me away. I'm literally, I'm just sat here. I know you, you guys can't see me on the podcast, but I'm like just sat here like with my mouth open, just like in awe of what Rose just said, like still processing it in my head. So um, no, it's absolutely amazing. So how can um, you know, if this if this resonates, how can um, how can audience? See, I can't even think of the words now. You've just blown yeah, it. I know because we're talking in energy now. We're not talking in words. Like we've gone into the vortex. I can only see static now. Um, yeah, cool. So I'm on. Oh, sorry. What was that? The energy talk. <laughs> but then the podcast. Uh, yeah, we could probably light language each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how can um how can we get in touch with you and find out more about what you do? Cool. So I've got um a couple of free platforms um that I use. So I've got a podcast called Release Your Blocks with Victoria Bond, um where I talk about all the stuff and I rip about all sorts. Um, and there's interviews, and you're going to be on my podcast. I'm super excited to interview you. I love interviewing, and um. Also, Holistic Energy Shifting is my group page on Facebook. That's free. I do live card pools. I do I do lots of sharing. Um, my website is www.halohealing.nz, um, where there's all my program details. And I'm also on Halo Healing on Facebook. So I'm kind of like all over the place. Um, but yeah, my website's being redone at the moment. Um, it's still available, but um, that's where all the details are for Magnificent Mediumship, Release Your Blocks. Um, and my whole point in life, my whole goal is, my whole targets really is to help as many people as possible to step into their truth. Um, and I will never give up on that, ever, 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 ever. Even if I've got to live in a caravan and I mean, I know the way that, the world works I'm going to get a lot of money because I'm living in my truth <laughs> but um, what I'm trying to say is my truth and my purpose on here it means more than anything so I'm very heart driven for those who are ready and the people that aren't ready just take what you want from you know what you hear and apply something simple 
like a simple question and know that um, you're making a big difference right now. And thank you, Gemma, because you are making a really big difference. And I know with your energies, you've stepped up a lot because you're choosing you and you're choosing you're choosing you. And I know that's been hard for you um, probably in the past because you do want to serve so much and you love so much and you've probably given yourself away so much because we're a mirror of each other and I've done the same thing. So stepping in and knowing your boundaries and dropping your barriers mm. and showing the fuck up. Um, as you can't fuck up if you show up. That's my new saying. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, well, this is good. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. I feel truly blessed to have you as my podcast guest today and I'll pop everything in the notes um, in terms of your links and groups and everything like that. And I can, I can vouch for it. I've listened to the podcast it's amazing and um you also did a card reading for me in your group didn't you as well which was just like wow it was about me needing to sing and I was like well I'm actually getting singing lessons at the moment so yeah that was oh, yeah. yeah thank you for that and um you're welcome yeah, thanks everyone for listening and I will um leave it there thanks so much Victoria thank you so much thank you buddy see you. and if you enjoyed this podcast join me over in the authentically you course where I'll take you through my tried and tested methods to connecting to your most authentic self. The course includes positive psychology and happiness tips for you and your business, connecting with your unique superpower strengths, why energy is the missing puzzle piece, how to clear and align your energy, and how to speak your truth, speak on stage, do lives, and get your message out into the world, shining your light even brighter than before. So get in quick, head to the link in this bio and join me to be more authentically you.